Welcome to the Novel Universe with your hostesses, Ashley and Dawn. We rate and review the newest and most buzzworthy books. We are true book club girls who don't always agree, but do enjoy a good book discussion. I'm Ashley, the fantasy architect. And I'm Dawn, the criticizer of books. Grab your favorite beverage and come and enjoy our universe. Your hostesses Ashley and Dawn. We are currently going through our top five best books of the year and our top five worst. But today we're going to talk about our top five, which are some of them are from the pod and some of them are not. Because Dawn and I read books individually as well um, throughout the year, so this is just kind of a fun one to see what our favorite books were for 2022. Um, and a. A few of the books that are going to be on each of our lists, we have done podcasts about. So if you are curious as to what our thoughts were as to why we liked it more in depth, you can go ahead and give it a listen um, over in the Novel Universe podcast world. Um, and we'll tell you when they are a part, part of them. So you know, so you're not just like searching for a book and you're like, hey, sorry, I did it. No, we didn't. Uh, <laughs> over here. So we're going to start with our top or not our bottom fifth but like of the all-time favorite books that we've read this year so Dawn what was in your fifth spot of your favorite book of the year well first I would like to do a little bragging uh Don Don has read 81 books so far uh, by the time we are recording it is like end of November like well right before Thanksgiving so yay for me pat on the back for me uh, so, like, last year, I had only read, like, 30-something, and it was really hard to pick because I had only read 30, but it was it was a lot easier this time because I read more books. All right. <laughs> a lot of these, well, nah, actually, I'm lying. Well, no, okay, well, this first book was published last year, I think. Uh, so, mm -hmm. my fifth top five of the year was The Black Sun by Rebecca Roanhorse. This mm -hmm. is science fiction fantasy. Did you read The Black Sun? No, but no. I heard you talk about it. Yeah. All right. So this, I think, was published in 2021, 2020, one of those. And it is uh, basically about this new world. It's pre-Columbian. I can't remember how it's described. And it's pre-Columbian America's and it is the winter solstice and everyone is about to party, party, party. However, there is a prophecy that says that something is going to come and destroy things, wreck havoc, if you will. Uh, so it's basically about three characters, three POVs. One is an oracle and she <laughs> like talks about, you know, she, she talks about prophecies of the world and uh, there's a lot of astrology in her job, if you will. Then there is a woman who is kind of, uh, she is a captain of a ship. And she is transporting the person that has been tasked to end the world as they know it. And it is fascinating because it is a world that I have never read before. So anytime I find a book where I have not read the characters before, I have not seen this world before, I am instantly on board. I'm like, yes, I love this. So the world was different. The characters were fascinating. 
this world has all kinds of races, but they don't really, it's a fantasy world. So they don't say black or Hispanic or they don't say that. They're like more like classed differently, but their skin tones vary. There's different sexual orientations. There's a person who is masquerading as a hero, but maybe they're really a villain. Um, it's just, it's, it's just all kinds of characters. It's all kind of fascinating. I did not like book two, but I highly recommend book one. <laughs> Classic Dawn moment for you. Classic there. Dawn you hated book two. Like, yeah, she largely does not like book two. And then sometimes she'll get it up her butt and she'll actually read book three and she'll <laughs> go, just get back to it, it's fine. <laughs> not very, this is a super rare, rare occasion for her to yeah. do so, but it's awesome. Um, I have not, I did not read that book personally, but you know, just add it to the pile. Pretty much. You know, <laughs> uh, so my top five or my fifth book that I really enjoyed this year, um, Ashley went on a, let me just preface, Ashley went on a spicy talk recommendation, extravaganza. So <laughs> a lot of my books are definitely from ones that I've seen on spicy book talk. Um, honestly, and it was just to get out of like my fantasy world reading like big characters, like whole but it's exhausting sometimes, you guys. Like it's a commitment to read a fantasy world driven book. Like it really is. So don't judge me. But my fifth book here that I really liked is called Pestilence by Laura Thalassa. It's the Four Horsemen series. And so this particular series is based off of the four horsemen that biblically come when the world is going to end. But they're coming, wreaking havoc on the world. And this particular book, um, our main protagonist like tries to kill the horsemen pestilence. And of course he can't die because he is, you know, um, you know, what would you say? Already you dead, say right? What is that word? They're already dead, aren't they? Huh? They're already dead, aren't they? Yeah, but they're they're immortal. Like, like oh, okay. they can't die. There it is. Okay. Like, they can't die. They just keep coming back to life because they're going to continue to bring out, you know, the um wreckage throughout the world or whatever so she tries to kill him he's like don't you understand that, that, that you can't kill me like i'm just gonna keep coming back but he like shows mercy on her which is weird and very out of character because he's spreading spreading this um disease throughout the land that's just killing people over and over and over again and it's about their relationship and he has to ultimately make a decision as to if he's going to continue to spread god's wrath or continue to live um a human life so yeah don would say it's booty but that's okay ashley thought it was great <laughs> you don't know you totally would I <laughs> you totally would you'd be like i saw this from a mile away i knew what was gonna happen and you know what that's okay i knew i knew too i knew what was gonna happen and i was okay with this moment when i made this commitment but it was good well, as long as you liked it, then I love it. Exactly. Hence why I have not recommended you to read this book, because I know you will read it. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, my number four was The Sea of Tranquility by Emily St. John Mandel. This is science fiction, and it is about three different time periods. So we have 1918, 2020, and 2260. And by the time we are in 2260, people have uh, taken up residence on the moon. And it is about the... in In each decade or century or whatever the main character in each time period each of them have witnessed the same weird anomaly at the exact same time so it's kind of centered around this weird blip that has happened and they don't understand and we have this guy who is a time traveler he who is going he's jumping through time periods to try and figure out what this blip is what caused it and why Mm-hmm. One thing that each of these time periods have in common, I don't know if you caught it, you may have, is that there is a pandemic on each one of those time periods, including 20, 2260, there's also a pandemic. And so this book is ultimately about time. And although it changes, it really doesn't because we still keep having pandemics. Why does that keep happening? If we're so smart and we've evolved, we should be able to see it coming and, you know, our behaviors should change and all this stuff, but it really doesn't. So this book mm-hmm. is, it, it was, it was, it was hard to kind of understand what was going on in the book. I was kind of struggling a little bit. However, I like, I like the struggle. I, I it, it makes me happy when I don't understand what's happening in a good way. <laughs> but if you really <laughs> like time, time travel and you like, um, a lot of themes then uh i would highly recommend it like it's mm-hmm. it, it's a lot of brain power this is this is a lot of note taking this is a lot of stopping and thinking and discussing i'd probably read it with another person it's probably more of a buddy read or a book club read so you could talk about it but i do highly recommend it beautiful writing i have not read her other books but i would like to go back and because i believe her other books are they're all kind of connected in some way so, yeah, mm-hmm. I recommend it. That sounds good. Yeah. I'm in. I'm over here like, tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so my fourth book that I really liked for the year, um, we did a podcast on this book. Dawn did not like this book. Ooh, so. I already know what it is, I think. Do you? Maybe Do you? not. Okay. Anyway, um, it, this for me, I had... Like, all year round, I've been trying to find a book um, for our podcast that, like, it just, like, sends me where I, like, can't put it down. Like, I want to keep listening to it to see what happened. Um, and so my fourth book of the year that I really liked was Spells for Forgetting by Adrian oh. Young. Don did not, did not like this one <laughs> at all. Um, and so listen to our podcast because you'll hear why we differ just in our rating. But, um just want to preface that like this is why Don and I like do podcasts like we really like talking about books I always want to know if I'm going to get her like if I'm going to get her to like a book that I like pick it's kind of like a hidden thing that we tried to do well I like Adrian Young's book so it wasn't like you picked it and I was like you I was excited for this book too yes very true she was she really was I was like I thought this book was absolutely amazing. This book, um, it's it's got this haunting like atmosphere, um, or ominous atmosphere of um, I don't know, 
I can't pronounce the name of the island. Oh, Sorsha. Sorsha, thank you. Um, so it's <laughs> basically there was a murder a long time ago, and the whole island um, is like thriving off of this like apple orchard that like kind of sustains the island's um, tourist attraction. That's why people come to the island. That's why they spend their money there or whatever. And this island literally only has this orchard. There was a ginormous fire. Someone died. And they're trying to figure out who done it, but there's like been this weird like foursome of friends that all know something but don't know something, whatever. There's a little bit of hearth magic going on as well, so uh, it's not what you would expect though. Like hearth, like more ancestral magic. Um, it's not like super fantasy driven, if you will. Like it sounds like it's going to be, but it's not. It's it's very much so a fiction book with ancestral like magic and whatnot. So I really liked it. It was a book I could not put down. I think I gave this book a 4.5 because I was extremely happy with this book. Dawn did not like it. (laughs) But Adrienne Young, she just, I love her. I'm all for it. 100%. Her characters just come to life when you read anything by her. Um, and just the whole entire tone of this book, that's the number one thing I want to talk about. The tone of the book, you just felt like you were there living and breathing on this island. It was just, like, it was coming off the page into the room with you. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's my fourth one. <laughs> my number three is All My Rage by Saba Tahir. This book recently won the National Book Award. It is YA. We have been forgetting to say which books are YA and which books are adults. I I should say that. Sorry, that last one was YA. No, it's not. Spells for, was, no, well, Spells I, for Forgetting is Adult Girlfriend. Adult. Yeah. yeah, it's adult even though it's not. Yeah. Anyway. It's adult. Continue. The main characters are in their 30s, so that's adult. Uh, my number five, Black Sun, is adult. Sea of Tranquility is also adult. All My Rage is YA, and it is about two South Asian American teens, and they are dealing with our main character, his mother has passed away, his father is an alcoholic, and he has to try and run their hotel business by himself. Mm-hmm. And his best friend, Nora, she is also a South Asian American, and she is just trying to go to college, but her uncle, who is her caretaker, is making it very difficult for her to do that. And her and the main character, I can't remember his name, Tariq, Tariq, I think, or something like that, he uh they have fallen out for various reasons and it's really just about these teens dealing with some very heavy trauma so if you loved the ember in the ashes this is not going to be anything like the ember in the ashes so do not go in this rethinking that it's going to be fantasy or even though ember and ashes wasn't light by any means it had some pretty heavy themes in that book too but this book Mm -hmm. is contemporary and it is tough as in very heavy in theme very heavy topics so but it's very well done very well written it was something that I don't read a lot in um, realistic fiction for YA I am a teen librarian so I do read my fair share of contemporary and this this had a lot of themes that I have not seen in a really long time in YA and it was done very well 
no surprise, that was my number three as well. Woo-hoo! So I agree with everything John said. With that one, this was just uh, Saba just really surprised us as an as as a writer um, in reading this book because Don and I both were like you know smitten kittens when ember and the ashes came out it was one of our favorite like fantasy books like that year um and then we kind of were a little bit disappointed just with the end of that series um and we were kind of looking to retire saba's like jersey type of type of thing and this i feel like she did such a great job again um this book just evokes so many feelings and emotions that I feel like some really good writing is lacking um, and you just really felt for these characters and just for what they were personally going through. Um, and it's a heavy topic book, but it's, it's topics that honestly should be written about. Yeah. Totally agree. So kudos to you, Saba. Great job <laughs> on that. All right. Getting into our top two. Are you ready? Top two. Woo. All right. My, okay, so... who's next? Me or you? It's me. I'll do it. It's my turn. You just did your top three. Yeah, I go first and then you go. You we just happen to have the same Fine. top three. Fine. <laughs> I will wait. Alright. <laughs> my number two, it has not been published yet. So there you go. It is Five Survive by Holly Jackson. I think it's either published at the end of November or beginning of December. I'm not quite sure. And Holly Jackson wrote the Good Girl's Guide to Murder series. Okay, so this one is about six teens. Well, two of them are in college, but four of them are teenagers. This is YA. And they are on spring break. They're in an RV. They are going to Florida or wherever they're going. They're going south for spring break. And their RV gets detoured in a wrong spot. And then a sniper has basically said, hey, one of you on this RV has a secret and you need to spill it or I'm killing everybody on this RV. So they need to figure out who has the secret, how they're going to say it and how they're going to survive. And obviously only five of them make out. So one of them dies. I liked Good Girl's Guide to Murder, but I like this one a hell of a lot more. I almost gave this a four and a half. Like I was really, really, yeah, I like this book a lot. This, it's going to be a little different than a good girl's guide where I felt like that one was more plot. Whereas this one is a little bit more character, not as much plot as good girl's guide. But what I really liked about this book is that first of all, it has a really good villain, like realistic, good villain. I don't mean the sniper. I mean, one of the six teens on the VR, on the VR, on the RV, sorry. (laughs) <laughs> VR is something VR, VR is something totally different <laughs> on the RV this person is a great villain this book delivered on what it was promising which was a thrilling plot I was like like oh my god what's gonna happen it was exciting um, the, the main character was a fantastic main character her name is Red her mother Uh, was a cop she was killed in the line of duty and she is just she's once again just like all my rage her father is an alcoholic now he cannot take care of the family she has to take care of the family now she has all this weight on her she finally gets an opportunity to take a break and go on spring break and then this happens and so she is dealing with a lot this book is incredibly symbolic it is just 
it's a thrill ride. It was, it's a little slow though. So once again, if you love Good Guy, Good Girl's Guide and you love like, cause it was really like quick paced, this one is a little slower, but it is okay. such a good book discussion book. And I think it is probably one of the better mysteries in some adult mysteries that I've read. And I've been reading wow. a lot of adult thriller mysteries. This book is better than some adult thriller. Did you read Good oh, Girl's Guide? I've been Guide? holding out on me over here. Yeah. Did you you read Good Girl's Guide? <laughs> oh, you read all three of them? I think I read the first one. I okay. didn't read all of them. Yeah. I didn't read all of them. Um, yeah, that sounds amazing. I mean, I currently traveled in an RV for a year, and I'm living in one right now. So, oh, no. Yeah. Like, I forgot about that. that. Like, I'm like, oh, no. Of our lives. <laughs> You know, Can you um, imagine six so. people being stuck on an RV when somebody's got a sniper gun aimed at you? Right. And that's one thing that yeah. this author does really well is that she really makes you feel like everybody is stuck on this in this really small confined space. That's one thing that she mm -hmm. does really good. She makes you feel the smallness of it. Like you're just all claustrophobic together mm -hmm. yeah. in this tiny little like 22 footer you know or something like that really small space um yeah Ooh, my gosh well my second book of the year um this has been one that i've been wanting to read for a while this book is five years old like it was published in 2016 it's all it's a whole series though because i just read the whole entire series by her um so my it's called a rhapsodic the Bargainer series by Laura Thalassa. I was just on a Laura Thalassa kick, I guess, this whole entire year. I've had a bunch of books I've been wanting to read by her. Um, but this first book, like, really struck me just because um, it's about a, um, a siren who basically has, um, has some really deep, 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 uh, family-rooted issues that occur, and she calls out for help one night um, in the murder of her father who was sexually, like, abusing her, and this um, God basically comes, and he's like, well, if I help you keep this secret, like, you're gonna owe me type of a thing, um, and so she's like, well, fine, like, like, I just need you to do this, like, this man was awful, like, I need you to help me hide the fact that I killed my father, or whatever, and so he almost becomes this, like, guardian of hers, because she starts, like, calling on him, because she feels so left out in just everything happening in, in her life, and so you see this progression of her being a teen, and then she's now full-on adult, and is still, like, like she's got like these black beads that just just encircle across her her arm and it's basically all of these bargains that she owes this god um and so she calls in one of them and um she has introduced this whole entire like fantasy world that he's a part of and he's like listen like i need your help because you have a power that I need and she doesn't like to release this power because she turns into someone that she does not enjoy to be um so yeah it's really really good I just finished the series absolutely loved it um it is definitely it's a fantasy new adult adult paranormal romance type of thing um <laughs> so it's not for young readers <laughs> it's spicy 
give the first book a try this sounds fascinating i've never read anything like this before that's why i'm just like hmm Hmm." so the first book is really good now i will say though that the second and the third is they're like trying to work through this whole entire you know plot i'm not gonna give anything out of that um it does kind of like hit one note and it doesn't progress the way that i would hope it to be but the first book is amazing because you're okay. like what in the world like is this thing and she gets like captured and like there's you know this hidden um being that basically is uh killing off and putting all these women like into this like um like sleep that is almost like a possessive sleep because they'll like awaken and just speak in like riddles and like all this other stuff and you're like what the heck <laughs> okay um whatever and so she has the main character has the power to compel people to obey her because she's a siren so that's like what her um whole little gimmick is but i really liked it enough to finish out the whole entire series but again the first book was probably my favorite out of all of them all right so i well, liked it i know what your number one is you probably know what my number one is so let's just get to my number one is the atlas it's the atlas six by olivia blake it is the highest rated book that i gave this year i've already read alice paradox i like that one not as much as book one but i did like that one as well and you probably you guys Mm -hmm. know what the atlas six is about i don't gotta tell you what this book is about but i liked it because it was different i it, it was i have to say it was an exercise in brain power I will say that like especially book two like I would read a couple chapters and I would have to put the book down I'm like I just need to like decompress and like because it's so much information that you have to process and book one is similar to that but I really like a a character driven book I don't like plot I really like a character driven book and this is completely character driven Parisa fabulous Libby is my favorite character she was pretty good in book two as well she was a little annoying in book two but for the most part I liked Libby and I liked I liked all of them I liked Callum he was the the villain but I liked him as a villain I just thought it was just an interesting story I enjoyed everything about it and I have found a new favorite author in Olivia Blake I think she's fantastic and yeah highly recommend Mm-hmm. I'm one of those yeah, who liked the I, book. You either liked it or you didn't, and I'm one who really, really liked it. Yep, yep. I did like that book as well. This my number one though. I liked more. Than we all know six. what it is, so just say it. It's fine. It's Hosab. Hosab. <laughs> House of Sky and Breath, um, which is uh, Moss's second book in the Crescent City series. But I will preface this. If you are a new Moss um, groupie, you need to read. <laughs> you really need to start with Throne of Glass and then um, Akatar and then work your way up. Because there, if you read Crescent City first, this whole world, you're going to have some things that 
aren't going to carry the same weight, yeah. if you will. Like there's there's a bunch of surprises that, that happen within this book that um, as someone who is an avid follower of her and I will have forever will be until the day I die. Um, <laughs> I was a big fan before she was famous type of thing and now Me she's too. like all over the world and mm. you were too mm-hmm. yeah Don, Don and I both were we were on the whole um you know what is it throne of glass groupie thing like with all the theories like I have pages written out as to like how things are like interconnected when I was reading um, and so there's a lot of theories behind Hosab and like who's connected to who is she going to interlace all of these worlds and realms that Moss is just so good at doing, <laughs> leaving us all going, is the story really ending or is it not? Um, but this particular series was a hard read for me because it was slower and there's a lot more plot and world building that is happening within this books her first ones that she's written is more of a good balance between character and plot and so here it's like you're you're waiting for things to happen and you feel like it's taking forever but she's reintroducing all these characters and these people are aligned over here and all of that so it's hold tight just hold tight you'll get there <laughs> um again if you just really like sitting down with a big chunky world fill the book with a lot of plot going on this will be the book for you um i absolutely loved it so yeah i'm curious to see how it's going to end to be honest but how many books are in the series i don't know this first set is uh two they're putting out a third one but we're not really sure what book is going to come out next because you know Moss just does that to us is she still writing still... in the Aquatar world? There is, um, yes, in a, in a sense, yes. There is still a story that has not been told yet. And so we're, there's a lot of speculation going on that the third book is going to be an intermix between Crescent City world and Aquatar world. But we're not really sure because she kind of threw us for a loop when she was writing Aquatar and throwing a you know like (laughs) there's just a lot of things going on but um yeah I'm curious to see how it's gonna how it's gonna go and don't read the last page in the book that's all I have to say because I ruined one of the parts for myself because I flipped to see how many pages were in the book and I saw things and I wish I wouldn't have done that because oh wait it completely ruined the like yeah it did yeah, it did. The little dingling at the end of the book, like that's what you're left with, and you just gotta kind of go. And I'm like, the whole entire book, I'm going, why is this in here? Like, what? Where is this going? That's <laughs> terrible. That's a absolutely pass. terrible. Don't don't look to see how many pages are in a book, especially if you know who characters these people are. <laughs> I always look to see how many pages in a book, but I make sure that I don't look at the words. Girl, it. it, it Mm-hmm. I'm not going to spoil it because it is like the world's biggest spoiler, but I'm just saying, don't do it. So, yeah. But those are our top five each. Again, some of them, um, you can hear our our full thoughts and debriefing say, on them in our podcast. Yeah, you can listen um, to our podcast of uh, Sky of Breath and, and Sickness. What is it called? House of Breath and... and chicken wire <laughs> house of sky, house of sky and breath. breath you can also 
listen to um, All My Rage, and you can also listen to Atlas Six on our podcast because we did podcasts for both all three of those. Yes. Yeah. All right. And we hope we hope you guys have a happy um, New Year, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Thanks for hanging out with the podcast in 2022. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.